Pie in the Sky Media. This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Three, two, one. Hello, Murder Chronicles Nation. Welcome back to another bonus episode. I'm Brandon Morgan. I produce the show alongside the wonderful and talented Carolyn Osorio, who we are blessed to have join us again today. Carolyn, wonderful to see you as always. Blessed. Oh my gosh. You're blessed. I know. I couldn't even say it without smirking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's how I know you're full of it. Right? I'm not a believer. Okay. Yeah. But for, uh, you know what I mean. I meant that metaphorically. I do. You just like give me a hard time when I say things. And it's like, you know, you can say words that really connote that that meaning of like, you know how intense it is. So yes. I'm glad that I'm blessing you the, today. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Uh, and we're all, we're all grateful for it. The royal we. Um, how was your week? It was great. Busy. Busy week. Yeah. What about you? Same. Same. Super busy uh you know same same old good 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 stuff happening uh more more good stuff hopefully in the future so um this is my favorite episode in in a couple of months really yeah it is it paid off it paid off great but then it paid off not so great that at the very very end with the parole stuff but we'll get to it um so uh sherry rasmussen mm-hmm. middle daughter Yep. Middle daughter. Uh, I'm a father of daughters. I have two. This guy had three. You know, I thought this was going to be hard for you. It is. Every time. It yeah. is. It, it, it really is. It really is. Because um, I know that you have that. Protective that, instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And protective I was like. Instinct. And he knew it. He knew it. Mm-hmm. And he trusted her because sometimes some doors you got to go through on your own. He just picked the wrong one to let his daughter go through on her own. And, you know, I. I I feel like I know the man, and he wanted to, he wanted to camp out in front of her place because, you know, he, he trusted her when he when she said, "I feel like I'm being stalked," you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, just, I know it's, it's a tough thing because you do have to give your kids the leash to not the leash, but the, the, room. the freedom to make their own their own. The daughter, one of his daughters, said something at the end. I was going to get to it later, but I'll just say it now since we're on the topic. That she said she felt so happy for her dad um, because he was vindicated. He was right. I'm like, no, no, that didn't make it. That, that probably made it harder for him. Like he didn't trust his instinct. He was right. And he didn't do anything about it. But after so many years of weathering that car, that was a detail that just got to me. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the husband coming home and like, Hey, call him up and her worrying over this card and like handling it so many times. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, that just really kind of, shows like how many times they called how many times they were blown off how many times they lamented the fact that that you know they just wouldn't be heard and wouldn't be listened to and they felt like they had it if they could just you know how how frustrating is that like how frustrating is that wow so uh he was a dentist mm-hmm. and the mom ran the business yep. great great and then you threw a curveball because all of a sudden you're talking about Glendale. And I thought they were in Arizona because there's also a Glendale in Arizona, but they mo- there's Glendale in the Valley here too. So that's where they, that's where they wound up. They wound up in California. 
They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry about that. It was like, that was the thing about that was hard with they're in Arizona and then they're in California and then right. one of them yeah. in Seattle. And then like. Big Hint was the Seventh Day Adventist Church. That's big in Glendale. It's a real, in, in the whole I-10 corridor. That's a big, uh, there's a lot of, of uh, members of the Seventh Day Adventist Church there. So. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, and she had a big job, you know, she was only 29 and was like, you know, she was, she was doing stuff, you yeah. know, important yeah. things. Yeah. So the first red flag from the dad was this guy, you know, he had, he, he caught a little case of big shot itis, right. Where he had to buy his girl BMW. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know guys like, you know, guys like that, right. You ever date yeah. someone with big shot itis, did you? You know, um, that never worked with me, no. you know, from the beginning. Like yeah. I, I, uh, you know, it's, I always think of it as like poser and you can clearly, clearly. And so it's like, usually the poser, the car is, um, an indication yeah. of the personality that will be coming soon and you know what it's going to be like. So I just was never into that. So fortunately it's tough uh, on my end. Cause I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't have big shot itis and I never have. In fact, I'm the opposite. Like when I met my wife, I said, listen, I'm a loser, baby. I will love you forever, but I'm never going to impress you with how I dress, what I drive, or where I live. I'm just telling you, that's just not who I am. Okay. Just Man, know, just you know have that no sales technique. Just oh my know god. It, just know it from the beginning. Okay. Um, but in LA, there's so many guys that want to do that. So it's tough dating when I was out there because I dated girls who were coming out of relationships where guys did that. And they, there was this expectation. Like I remember this one girl who told me, um, cause my first date, we went to like in and out burger or something. Right. And she was like, um, I'm like, well, you're not having fun. She goes, no, it's okay. My last first date, we went to Nike town and, uh, the guy was like, what's your shoe size? And I told him six and he pointed at a row and there was like 15 shoes in the row. He said, I'll take all of these in a size six. I said, so he bought you 15 pairs of sneakers and you were like, awesome. <laughs> that's your expectation of first dates now. But that's the shit you run into in LA with all the, with like. I, mean, did, I would think that you would run away from that too. No, like she if, was hot. She okay. Was hot. See, now you're showing your, this is the part that I don't like about you. Just going to walk away from that because you know what I mean? Oh about God. Okay. Well then stop complaining about it. You get what you pay for. I understand. I get it. And it didn't work out, but it's, you know, I'm like, I'm not of just going to work out. You I'm not right. going to throw in You're the towel. The towel. Not oh gonna throw in the towel. You are so easy to like change exactly who you are. Depending Guilty. on the Guilty, your honor. Guilty. <laughs> um, I eventually found just shifted his shoulders and like, I'm a hypocrite and I don't care. Look, I eventually found the right person. Okay. Who is, doesn't have uh, one bougie kind of bone in her body. You know, well, if you're taking her to in and out burger, that would have to be, you know, that's like the litmus test right there. Gotta be cool with a burger, <laughs> burger and fries. Okay. Uh, I hope you paid at least. Oh, of course. Of course. It's not like my favorite pizzeria isn't until like the third date. Okay, because that's the real test. How you eat a slice of pizza. Okay, whatever. you're going to do the folding thing, right? I, I'm not telling you the right way. You got to show me you know the right way. You know what? Right? I'm just going to piss you off and eat it with a fork just to prove I, you. you I, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, you are sometimes. Okay. So 
So this guy, John, had big shot-itis for a second, and that was a red flag for the dad. Okay. Yeah. There was a confrontation with this ex-girlfriend. Apparently, uh, John was tall and athletic and and attractive, and uh, he had this kind of friends with benefits relationship with this girl since college, right? Never really called her girlfriend by her own admission. She was like, we never girlfriend, we dated. I was never really his girlfriend. Yeah, but that was when she was being interrogated for a murder. So I don't, I think she wanted to portray. Oh, she wanted, sure. She wanted to, yeah, yeah. but it was like, that's not, that's not how I perceive their relationship, their four-year relationship based on what I, what I know, which is essentially what you know, which right. is she wanted it to be more and that's all he was willing to give. Yeah. And I think she thought that over time, like, yeah. Yeah. And right. it's like I'll, I'll wear him down and I'll, I'll make him mine. And then he meets this other woman and it happens pretty quick. Right. It happens real quick. Which means just engage. driven her crazy. Yeah. Driven her nuts. And so she, you know, asks him to come over, begs him for sex, like all of that. Right. I mean, it, that's, it's tough. It's tough to say no to that. Right. And, and, and it was a trap. Because she went right to the fiance and said, this is what just happened. Ha! Well, it wasn't really a trap. I mean, he should have never even, like, fallen for that. Like, he should have right. been like, I'm so sorry. You're right. You know, I ju- he should have been honest with her to begin with. And maybe he was. <laughs> we don't know. I no, asked him like, for- Right. The ex, the ex set the trap. The ex set the sex trap. I know, but he should have been- the- He should have denied that. He should have been, like- of course. Listen, I know this is breaking your heart. We're really good friends. I know all that, but he didn't. Yeah. And that's encouragement. I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, I'll like, I'll blame him. I, I'll blame him for you. It's he, okay. he shouldn't have even gone over there. Yes, but he's a man with a penis. And uh, and they had a sexual relationship from when they were young, right? And so that kind of familiarity, I'm sure, you know, he's like, okay. You know, quick twirl. Why not? I, I because that's not what he knew better. He should have known that that's not what it was going to be. It's not what it was going to be, Brandon. You know the lies we tell ourselves to feel good for a little while. Come on, come on. I do, but I just feel. Yeah. I guess I just have never like. I do know what you're saying, and I'm not trying to put myself above it. No, I just for okay. me, that would have been so hollow, and like. He's never gonna. This is not gonna change his mind. It's women just gonna generally, make it worse. Women it's gonna make it worse. Are better than men. Okay, so they have a stronger moral compass for the most part. Okay, this woman obviously was very, very evil. Okay, and used her powers and her knowledge of the weakness of men against him. Okay, that happens. Oh my gosh! Come on! Don't even say it like that. That is so crazy. She's a murderer. He- she is a murderer. Yes. She absolutely is. And she, but he should have known that. This is the same thing that happened with that one. Remember that one case with the woman who was like, she was like pretending to be that one woman. Oh my God. And the gosh. same exact thing happened. Yes, absolutely. That's the same exact thing. I, I just feel like it's self-preservation not to do that. Like, you know. No, no, but look, I'll be honest. Be. I got to be honest with you. Okay. Um I'm trying to put this delicately. I'm trying to put it delicately. Okay. 
But uh, if you didn't know, and I'm sure you did, men are very, very easily flattered with how good they are in bed, whether or not it's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Mm -hmm. so a woman who's looking to manipulate for whatever reason, okay, that's always uh, an arrow in their quiver. Okay. Mm -hmm. Say like, oh gosh, you know what? It's been so long. I have, it hasn't been as good with anybody else since you come on for me. Like you're doing me a favor if you'll have sex with me, right? Like that kind of shit. Guys are powerless, powerless because they're like, you know what? I am pretty fucking good. She's right. (laughs) I know, but I would think that your um, self-preservation, you know, I think that that trumps that where you're like, I really need to get Right. Then, he, then it's he had about, to have known that there was some crazy there. He had yeah, to and then have it's known about the, the quality of the character of, of the man, right? And and this guy, John, I'm not trying to impinge his character that much, but obviously, you know, either through pity, okay, or like, oh, I'm breaking her heart and maybe this is the last time kind of a thing or, or a moment of weakness or maybe he liked to fuck around. Who knows? Who knows? But regardless, he was engaged. He had promised himself to sherry and 100 he shouldn't have done it 100 he was manipulated he fell for it fell right into the trap and she used it she's like ha ah, guess what sherry he's still in love with me or he, this is what happened and and to his credit he copped to it and he said okay yes i did that it won't happen again and they agreed to move forward with the marriage but he he didn't fall into her trap he willingly walked in he went over there he knew no, what, but what i say happen. no what I'm, I'm forgive me when i when i'm saying fall into the trap by the that the murderer set the woman i forget her name i'm sorry for at the moment stephanie stephanie i think my opinion of this is that it was a trap the reason i say that is because stephanie didn't care about having sex with him she cared about breaking up his relationship okay that's what that's what the trap was she wanted to have ammunition to bring to sherry so they would not be together anymore to break the engagement so she could get him. So that's- I don't think that she thought that far in advance, but maybe you're right. Like, <clears throat> Oh, I, I think totally she... think I did. Because what did she do with the information? Right away, she well, went- Well, that was because it. it didn't work. That was because he was still- Oh, I see what track. you're saying. Okay. All he, right, so- all He right. was still like, please come over. I mean, she's still in that. Un- she hasn't accepted it. She hasn't, right. you know, the seven stages of grief or whatever. Yeah. She has not accepted the fact that- she still thinks she can turn this around. Right. So she was hoping that, don't you remember how awesome I am? Now you'll stay with me and you'll leave I'm her. Sure she was delusional like she had been for four years okay. thinking, I can I can get him to be with me. See, I can do this. I have a little, I, I have some evidence to back up my, my case though. <laughs> okay, let me guess. It's personal. No, she she staged the she staged the murder scene and stacked up stereo equipment to make it look like a burglary when it wasn't. So she thinks ahead yeah. on shit. Now that's that's a very good point, but I yeah. do think we'll never know. But right. I think that for somebody who'd stayed in a relationship, <clears throat> excuse me, with someone for four years, friends with benefits, willing to drop anything at a moment's notice with absolutely zero kind of commitment. I mean, that does something to somebody, you know, and, and uh, maybe that was the moment that she was going to actually tell him how much she loved him and how she truly felt. 
Yeah. Maybe she felt like that was her moment. Cause you know how sometimes it's like, maybe she never, she got the sense that he wasn't going to commit, but she yeah. still wanted him in her life so desperately that she was, she was okay with what he was willing to give. Right. Yep. Now that he's actually met somebody else, that's when she's like, I love you. I'm, you know, she's, she's putting herself out there and it's a total rejection. You know, so, he's like, yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. If, she, if the, the big threat was, if I can't have you, no one will have you. Mm-hmm. Why not kill him? Why kill her? I know. I know. Doesn't seem fair. I think that she was, her anger and rage toward Sherry was so evident. And she lost. Right. Yeah. And she didn't want to kill John. She wanted to be with John. I mean, her whole thing was like, then he'll be with me. Like, I think she yeah. actually believed that that could have happened. You so know, you which. Had, yeah. So you had me on this. You had me that. I'd stop thinking about Stephanie as as the perpetrator, okay? Because when I hear about the burglary, okay, five shots, two through the curtain, so fired seven times, burglary, it sounded exactly like a burglary in progress. They got surprised. These bumbling criminals didn't know what they were doing. It's it. They hit her with a vase. It's like a Three Stooges skit for a second, right? Like I hit her with something, gong, here's a vase. And then mm-hmm. there was a fight. She got bit, right? I'm like, okay, these guys don't, they didn't know what they were doing, okay? And they weren't expecting, because they're not violent criminals, so they weren't expecting anyone to fight back. So that's why it got all messy, okay? Um, and then uh, the car seat being pulled up, right? Where, where Sherry was tall, the car seat was up. So it's like, all right, it's a five four, five six Latin dude driving the car, okay, and dumping it. And then when I find out what really happened, I went, oh, man, how many poor Latin guys got tossed by cops? I know. I know. I mean, I know. Um, So and then but I think you left something out on purpose to hide the ball. We didn't know until two thirds through the episode that the ex was LAPD. You never mentioned I wanted it. I wanted it that she was a police officer. But we didn't but find that out until later. Like when we first, when we're first hearing about Stephanie, it's not she's a cop. It was like she's the ex. That I was referring to as the ex, but I did say something that she was a police officer. But- right, you still call her LAPD, but it, but it was, it was later because here's and here's why, because there was something that then made me go, wait a second, this that's that, that's weird, that the only things that were missing were the things that define the relationship for a jealous ex, the gift of the car and the marriage certificate. Right. So, and the bite. I, I, that bite is so, that's a psychopath. That is so primal. That is yeah. so primal. But, but I mean, but it's, it's, it's poetic almost like I'm going to destroy the things that represent what I hate the most, right? His love for this woman, the gift Can of the car. Can you imagine the, how jealous she was? Oh, insane. I know. Can you imagine how jealous she was when when she found out about that BMW and then and then to see her driving around in it, blind with rage. Can you even imagine? Just blind with jealous fucking rage. Yeah, couldn't couldn't imagine her at night. Just oh my gosh, tossing and turning. Because you know she was stalking that place. You know she was like absolutely. It's it's almost like itself like most people would be like 
I need to not obsess about this person. I need to get back away and like be sad and like, right, you know, I mean, move on. You know, because it's done. It is yeah. absolutely done. You know, it's done. He's not going to leave her. He's going to marry her. He told her that, you know, about the affair. He, yeah. they made up and, you know, I mean, it's just not happening, yeah. you know, and she just couldn't. And then seeing the car, seeing Sherry driving that car just must have just sent her. Now, do you think that there was a little bit of look the other way from the LAPD? Because I do. I absolutely do. Yeah. I think the that reports her gun stolen. Oh, really? That's fucking convenient. Right. I mean, the fact that she was never even, I mean, your point to the, to the Latin guys is that like the unidentified Hispanic, you know, males. And then you've got someone who is like clearly very jealous. And he told, you know, shows up at the, at, you know, shows up at her work is an, is a cop has is the same kind of gun stages the 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 burglary like who, who brings a rope and a gun you just want to steal stuff you don't need those things you no. just get in and get out and take the stuff and nothing was taken nothing except the marriage nothing certificate. except for the marriage certificate and the bmw and the car was completely intact it hadn't been stripped it hadn't you know i mean it just seems like why would you not even talk to her so now we fast forward to 04 and it's a cold case and DNA has progressed. Yeah, all new detectives. All new detectives. And they get some DNA mm -hmm. from the bite mark and some DNA from under the fingernails. And then they get mm -hmm. an abandoned abandonment sample from Stephanie. And then they trick yep. her. They trick her to get her away from her gun. Oh, Jesus. Wasn't that awful? I know you were probably loving it. You've got that huge smile on your face. I was like, this is so, I can't even watch this. It's so awful. Well, it's, it's also. It's like, you don't want to feel sorry for it? No, it's also, yeah, it's great. But it's also, it just dictates that cops are not only allowed to, they're trained to lie. Oh, to lie I know. Potential suspects. Yeah. Just going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And they did it. They and she and, and it shows that she actually knows the training and was so flustered and like her like, what what is this about? I mean, yeah. you could see her going like this, like she kept that that noise was her to can watch you, because can you imagine what? her chest just constricting with? Oh, my God, I saw it. It got me. I, I saw it. Oh. I, I saw it. She like totally it was like watching it was you know i do not feel sorry for her but it was not fun to watch yes but like given what she did to sherry and she freaking yep. beat her up and like abused her and like bit her, shot her. And then, oh that was the other and thing and then and then sorry go ahead you finish and then the hawaii thing and then them hooking up again they hooked up again in like, hawaii holy sh this guy, man. I don't know, Johnny. You got to keep it in your pants, bud. Come on. Come on. Have a little more discretion. But the crime scene. This is another red flag for me. Okay. If it was a guy and he needed a makeshift like silencer, he'd grab a roll of toilet paper. A woman found a nice quilt. 
When do you get rolling toilet paper? What because I've seen the that? movies. We've seen the movies. The movie, of course. Every bad guy uses a roll of toilet paper for a makeshift uh, suppressor on a on a handgun. Come on, come this on. This is a battle. This this is a battle royale. She just grabbed what was there. There was probably a quilt right on the sofa, and it's like, you yeah. know, it probably didn't go like she thought. She had the upper hand. You know, she had all of her training, and you know, Sherry fought like hell. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, Stephanie, you know, overpowered yep. her. Yep. Well, I mean, her, her her performance reports from the Academy were through the roof as far as strength and fighting skills and marksmanship and all that. Yeah. So she knew she was she was ready for a fight. She got one, but. She won. You know, it's just that kind of that kind of like. And they never got together at the end. It's like Sherry did not have to die for this. Like if she would have, if if Stephanie would have just waited longer, a little bit longer and didn't obsess about it and just like, hey, that's a part of life. Like heartbreak is a part of it. And that's when you know the good times, the wonderful times, the love, because yeah. you've been through hell and you survived it and you, yeah. you know, you moved on, you know? Yeah. And it's like, she just wasn't willing to move on and took it out on Sherry. Sherry paid the ultimate price and so did her family. So her poor dad or her poor mom, obviously, her poor dad, I'm sure carried this forever. Like the, the, yeah. like the, the surviving sister said, they robbed him probably 10 years of his life. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I'm i surprised he lasted that long, to be honest. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I and, do, uh, yeah. And fucking hippie California, man. She's up for parole after what, 13, 14 years? I can't believe it's it. Fucking ridiculous. Hopefully she'll get denied. Hopefully she won't get denied. But um, especially you're a cop. Like you you swore you swear an oath to protect and serve and to be, you know, like the best among us. And 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 you know, to act as uh, I don't know. I don't And they I, think that the the daughter or not the daughter, but the sister told me that they that the 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 team that's kind of organizing the parole and and helping them work through it and get there the detectives and stuff have said hey be prepared that she probably will admit her guilt because she's she never has she had her appeals and she's denied it left and right from the very beginning but she knows how to play the game she knows the only way she's getting out is if she admits to the crime wow you know so so, you know, that's going to be really hard for them to hear, you know, and, uh, and, and especially if she does get out, you yeah. know. And is John still alive? The husband? Yes. He's actually going to go to the parole hearing and, and speak. have sex with her and again. So I was like going to say, you know, he doesn't want her getting out. Like all of a sudden she's going to be at his new place. You know? Is he going to visit? For, like, is he going for a conjugal visit? Stop. I mean, imagine how guilty this guy feels, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's well, like. Yeah, I, I get it. Well, all he did was break up with somebody, you know? Well, well, he stirred the pot by having sex with her again. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a clean break. That's what you learn, you know, in Al-Anon meetings. Okay. Be quick, be kind and be gone. Well, that's what I was saying in the beginning about yeah. what he should have done. Like he should have honored their friendship and said, Honored their friend you know, with benefits ship. Yes. 
No, no. But I mean, are you kidding me? You know, you wouldn't do that. I know you. I know that you'd be like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> and you totally would back away because you wouldn't want to wreck what you have. And that's what should have been done here. I just don't believe 100%. It. I don't believe any of your like machismo. No, that's what I'm saying. It becomes it it comes down to a question of the quality of the person's character. Like that's it. That's it. And and not to cast an aspersion of for someone who's been through so much stuff, but he showed low character right then in that moment. Okay. And probably in in favor of the comfortability of a of a of a previous lover, okay, where they had good times, obviously four years of this. Okay, he's like, ah man, this is so nice and so comfortable and so cool and easy and like all of that stuff, right? That that men and women, I guess, also lie, our, lie to ourselves about. Um, so we could justify our behaviors. You know, rationalizations, man, that gets us through the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, despite my, my really heartfelt sympathy for the father in this, uh, I really enjoyed the episode and uh, the payoff was great that they got her and that she's uh, behind bars and, um, and hopefully, you know, suffering. So, yeah. 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 No, I mean, if you ever want to watch the, one of the most uncomfortable things, watch that interrogation. That was so uncomfortable. She's like bug eyed and just like, I know, I and know. She got away with it. You know, what is this about? What is this about? You never get away with stuff. That's the thing. You never do. In some one way or another, you pay for it. You know well, I mean? and, and I, I absolutely believe in karma. Oh my gosh. I, I, oh, I do. come on. Karma. I do. I do. All right. Whatever, hippie. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, so great episode. Thank you. What do we got next? Keep guessing. Okay. Keep me guessing. Well, your access to this was great. Uh, the interviews were terrific. So, uh, again, front to back. It was very enjoyable. So well done. Um, so that's all for this week, Nation. Thank you for uh, spending some time with us. Please consider um, supporting the great companies that support our show. And if you have a second, head over to Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a review. Um, maybe rate us, or share it with your friends. It helps us out a lot. Um, Carolyn, wonderful seeing you again. Anything you'd like to, anything you'd like to add? Nope. We appreciate you supporting us and listening to the episodes. And we will see you next week. Thank you very much, everybody. Stay safe out there, please. The Murder Chronicles is a pie-in-the-sky production recorded live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We are produced by Brandon Morgan and myself, music by Soundstripe. For Pie in the Sky Media, I'm Carolyn Osorio, your writer and host. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.